top of the morning, lads and ladies. Support for the Off the Irish podcast is now brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and you'll no longer need the look of the Irish with the ladies. Make every day feel like St. Patrick's Day for your balls with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code IrishPod at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped and use code IrishPod. Use the right tools for the job and trim your pant potatoes. And welcome back. How's everyone getting on? Doing good. Take two. Let's go. Today we're joined by Scott Deckard. Yeah, we had a little slip up, but we're good now. Yeah, we're we're all good now. So today we're joined by Scott Deckard. Scott, how about you introduce yourself? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Scott Deckard. I am an actor and uh, I live in Los Angeles. And I'm really stoked to be able to uh, talk to the beautiful people of Ireland because I'm a quarter Irish. So, you know, it's basically full blood. Yeah, pretty. I mean, I like (laughs) to tell people that. Yeah, um, uh, there's, there's something special about being some part Irish. People just love it. it Everyone really has is. an Irish grandmother somewhere. Exactly, and it does. Uh, <clears> it, <throat> it gives you a reason to have your fridge stocked with stouts. Well, there you go. So. If you're a Guinness <laughs> man, fair play. Sure, man, you should um, see our fridges. We're 100% Irish. We have, <laughs> <I love it. laughs> we have food. It's like <laughs> yeah. no need. For a three course meal is two cans and a potato. What yeah, a <laughs> three course meal. There you go. <laughs> um, so, Scott. You're an actor, a damn good one. Thank you. How'd you get into acting? Well, I uh, started out when I was young. I started doing plays when I was like very young. And then I really got more into sports. I played like tennis in college and stuff and uh, I played basketball. And um, really it was, it was during college that I started doing more uh, student films and uh, short films and kind of fell back in love with it. And Mm -hmm. uh, at some point in there, I just kind of realized that that was my calling you know, and so I always said, you know, at some point I'm going to move to uh, LA and give it a real shot. And uh, I got out here. I started taking massive amounts of classes, training with the best people I could find to train with. And, uh, you know, around 10 years later, I actually have a career. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah. Worked out. Well, power to you. Um, you know, it's, it's great to hear because a lot of actors, unfortunately, don't really get the same point as easily. Um, yeah, it's, some people it's a, literally just stick at the same level forever or go down. Yeah. It's, it's very unfortunate yeah. to hear. It's a very, it's a, it's an incredibly tough journey, and everybody's journey is different. Obviously, mm. you know, I know people who, within the first year that I was out here, all of a sudden they're like an A-list celebrity, yeah. and I know a lot more people who are no longer out here. You know, yeah, so yeah, it's rough. Uh, I think there's a whole lot of elements that, that go into it, and uh, you know. Of course, you have to have talent, but you also have to have perseverance and be able to uh, take rejection and yeah. all that stuff. So there's a million things that go into it. And uh, but yeah, I'm grateful to be where I'm at. We uh, yeah. we hear a lot. It's also it's always a lot of uh, it's a it's who you know kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you had your friend who did a film and that, you know, he'll say you should get this guy to do it. It mm-hmm. comes into it a lot. We've heard from a lot of different actors. We talk to a lot of actors, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What what was it like for you uh, transitioning from just doing it for fun to doing it as a career? Were you, were you a part-time actor for a while or did you just d- jump right in? I jumped right in. I, I'm not the type of person who does many things for fun. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, if I set my mind to it, I'm doing it. And, uh, and this was like the kind of thing where, you know, you don't, you don't realize how 
tough the road is going to be ahead of you. Like you just, I was young and thinking like, Oh, I'm going to be an actor. Like, you know, (laughs) no, no problem. And uh, I, I mean, I always like, even before I was really acting, I would, I would always be almost like individually training to act and watching movies like Mm. constantly and stuff. And uh, I don't know, it just kind of always felt like this, I'm going to end up doing this, even though early on, I barely did it. (laughs) You know what I mean? So yeah, but, but, but going back to what, uh, to what Thomas was saying, you know, it, it is who like some, sometimes in some situations, it definitely helps to know people. But I used to think that you were going to go to a party and meet this person or uh, you might, you know, have a connection. Oh, oh, my friend knows this director or something. It doesn't work that way. Not at least it hasn't for me. Um, I think it's more proving yourself. And once you do that, you build, uh, you know, a group of relationships with people that matter in this industry. And that's when it really starts that's when it starts mattering who you know. It doesn't really make a difference if you just, you know, have a connection to somebody. You have to have some chops to yeah. make them want to help you, you know? Yeah. So you've been kind of out here like a like a lone ranger, you know, get sorting for yourself. Yeah, starting out, I, I didn't, I mean, I knew, I knew I was actually moving out to LA. I'm from Wisconsin originally and uh, up by Chicago. Mm-hmm. In case, I don't know how, I don't know how well, People in Ireland know the geography of the United States. So. I, I was there once, only driving okay. away. <laughs> in, wait, in Wisconsin or, or uh, Chicago? Chicago. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm like, it's like an hour an hour away from Chicago. Um, so, well, I've lost my train of thought here. What were we talking about? We are talking about this, the whole thing of who, who you know versus uh, actual opportunity. Lone Ranger, man yourself. Yeah, Lone Ranger. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. So I was I was moving out to California, and I was supposed to uh, move out with a guy who lived in Florida, who was going to also come out and be an actor. And I, me and my dad drove out, and I get here, and I call him, and we've been texting like every day that I was driving, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm not there anymore. I had to move home." And so I was like, "What?" <laughs> and so I knew one other guy. I called him ended up staying on his couch and that turned into, you know, the beginning of my, of my, uh, my career and my life out here really. And it, it was like some of the, some of the stuff you read about, it was like the wild parties and the crazy, crazy Hollywood stories that I never really thought were true. And that was like my first three years. So (laughs) then things calmed down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some of the stories you hear are, are absolutely unreal. Uh, you know, for two lads living in the middle of nowhere in Ireland, you know, you just kind of like, huh, so people have fun these days. Fair play to them. I'm sure you guys have fun too. I'm, I'm kind of like a dive bar type guy. So, uh, going somewhere and drinking a Guinness in Ireland sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Um, the Guinness in Ireland, it's, it's well worth a trip. You know, is is the Guinness in Ireland different than the Guinness in the U.S.? No, I think we ship apparently a lot of I've heard a a lot of international um, Guinness is made in South Africa. And then a lot of the ones in Europe are actually made in Ireland. And you get you can pay a premium to get the Irish one. I was at a bar in Greece. And that was the case that they paid extra to get the Irish one. And they they really made it their business to show you that they got it from Ireland. I'm sure. 
I went, I was at a bar in Los Angeles and uh, a friend of mine met up with three guys from Ireland and they were, they were like kind of making fun of the, the Guinness in, in the States. They were like, this isn't Guinness. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't go, wouldn't go that far in all fairness. Um, I'd say it as a joke, but realistically it's probably basically the same thing, (laughs) you know? Well, they lied. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tisk to the tisk. Uh, Yeah, um, I, I know you from um, your role in, in Venom, uh, you know, kind of surprised face, uh, <laughs> freaked out. What, what was that like? Is that, that, that was a big film. I think it was, what was it? It was like the highest grossing film in October ever? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> until uh, Joker beat it. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Old wounds. Well, this was fun, thanks. <laughs> just bang yeah well i'm gonna yeah. see you guys later <laughs> you got a real grudge for you know joaquin at this sorry, it's amazing sorry, I, won't sorry even, I won't even watch joker it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> thanks man thanks no i can't i can't knock on uh on joaquin he's, nah, yeah, he's, he's one of a kind yeah, yeah he, he was a bit unreal for that role but yeah but back to venom man what was that what was that experience like because that's that was a big movie that was incredible um the way that I got that movie is also incredible. It's like the biggest things that I've worked on, I have an audition for. Uh, it's very That's pretty nice. Kind of going back to the, the who you know, and, and like I was saying, uh, but you have to show your chops first. So in 2016, I booked a commercial and uh, I, I flew to Mexico and shot this commercial and the director happened to be Ruben Fleischer. Um, so we spent like three days together hanging out, shot for a day. Um, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a commercial with Captain Obvious, you know, those. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so we, uh, had a, had a cool couple days and I was like, yeah, he's a great dude. And, um, he was, when I auditioned for that commercial, he was way more interested in my, uh, TV and theatrical film career than in commercial. And he was like, oh, I see you're doing this Netflix movie right now. That's really cool. I heard about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, so fast forward two years and um, there's a, a casting director. The casting director for that movie was John Papsideris and he's incredible. And uh, he, some of the people working with him, like her name's Caitlin Well, uh, her and I are really good friends. And she was like, you'd be so perfect for this. Haven't you worked with Ruben? And all of a sudden I get a call and this, and she, I know she had been, t- she had talked to me about this before, like maybe four months, five months before I got the call. And then all of a sudden I, I get a call from, uh, from the casting director saying, Hey, do you want to uh, be in, in this, in Marvel's Venom? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so uh, then I, I talked to the director and he's like, yeah, man, uh, you're the guy for it. Can you fly out tomorrow? So hmm. flew to Atlanta, uh, did like two days of hair and makeup and wardrobe tests and, and just hanging out, you know, with Ruben for that stuff. And then uh, got to meet Tom. Uh, and it was really cool because Ruben, it was his biggest movie he's ever done. And when I first saw him in Atlanta, I was walking down the hall and he's like, Scotty D. <laughs> he's like super chill. And I go up and we like, you know, do the thing we hug. And uh, he's like, Hey man, I just want to let you know that this is, very big for me too. And uh, I wanted you to be here for the first, for the first day of filming. So, cause I had, then I can have somebody there that I feel comfortable with. And it was like, Whoa. <laughs> so, so that was pretty cool. And, uh, 
so we get there the first day and it was like the most epic feeling being on that set because we're you know there's like probably 800 to a thousand crew members on this thing and like it's huge and we're in this giant studio and soundstage and uh the director is talk Ruben's talking to me and and the girl that was in this first scene with me and uh then he's like hey I want to introduce Scotty I want to introduce you to Tom so Tom walks up and I'm looking like a like rocker hippie yeah mess and and he just looks at me and starts laughing he comes up and we just start you know just had like connected off the bat and uh then Ruben gave this epic speech to everybody and he's like now let's go make a fucking movie (laughs) and So we get into the first take and I'm like literally thinking in my head, all right, this is a Marvel movie. I, cause I, I love improving and I'm used to improving and TV and stuff. And if they don't want me to, they'll tell me that just stick to the script and that's fine with me. But one of the things that people like is that I can improv. So I'm, I'm like, this is a Marvel movie, stick to the script. They're not going to allow that. So in the first scene and this, the stuff didn't actually make it in the, in the, in the film, but, uh, first scene of the entire shoot and Hardy comes out, he comes down the hall and we do our, our whole scene in the hallway. And then I walk into my apartment building and I turn around and I'm like, douche. And he's like, douche. And I slam the door. And I didn't say anything to the script. <laughs> and I literally, I'm the only one then in the room now that the door is closed and I'm just like, Oh my God. And I open my, they're like cut. I open my door Hardy walks out, doesn't even look at me. He just goes, that guy, we need more of that. And he walks to the director and Ruben's like, oh, this guy's great. He can just do this all day with you. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> so, yeah, because I could have went either way. Could have went either way. Could have came that, out like, well, what the fuck was that, man? <laughs> yeah, you're like, all right, let's get the next guy in here. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad that went well. Uh, that's yeah. just one hell of a story, dude. But that's like one of the, you know, when you – when you get those like initial nerves out, like mm. from that point on, it was just how much fun can, can we have here? You know? And then it, and it was actually cool. Like Tom is so collaborative and open to working with people. And I mean, it's freaking Tom Hardy. So yeah. you don't want to overstep obviously, but he's literally like figuring out how to become Venom, how to play the character in front of me. And it's his first day. And of course he did all his prep and, you know, isn't, insane preparation but he's literally like the scene where he's scaring me he's talking to me he's like does that feel authentic does that feel real what can i do what what do you can i do something different and i'm like you scared me man so very <laughs> cool very collaborative. yeah yeah you know, that's it, it must be pretty intimidating as an actor i mean i think like honestly in the beginning it's intimidating. And as your career grows, you, you have to like make yourself have a mentality that you've earned it and that you have gotten to the point where like people in the industry, especially know you and you're there for a reason. And so, and honestly, like for anybody who's an actor out there, the most important thing I've ever done is taken breath work classes. The minute that I learned how to do that, everything changed and I feel so comfortable and I've also learned how to use my any anxiety or emotions to add to the scene and add to my performance yeah yeah Brett work is pretty damn crazy uh what it can do yeah I'm a I'm an archer so oh you know being in control of my emotions is pretty important so 
Yeah, I definitely practice it frequently. <laughs> awesome, man. So you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're on the same page, you and I. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, but also, you've been on Swamp Thing, and that was a DC appearance. Now, not many actors get to do Marvel and DC. So, again, huge congratulations and fair play. What Thank was Swamp you. Thing like? I seen your prosthetics or your prosthetic makeup, and oh my god! Yeah, it it was crazy intense. I mean, the people who work, you know, behind the scenes in uh, SBFX and in um, prosthetics and makeup they're incredible. Like they make the show. I think that they made Swamp Thing, you know, like it looks so good. And Swamp Thing is the type of show that's easy to go south, you know, to kind of go the wrong way and can be, it could be very easily go become cheesy. Yeah. But the show, I think it's, it's like one of the coolest things I've worked on. Um, you know, so work, so getting the opportunity to work on a Marvel film and then work on a DC show is awesome because, uh, you know, as an actor, like the way that I am is I love being a part of these things that are really epic and getting a chance to play different kinds of roles. Um, I'm fortunate that like, I mean, when I started out acting, I got so many hippie roles and like rocker roles and stuff. And now I pretty much always play the bad guy. So, <laughs> so it's cool to be able to like, you know, dig deep and have some meat in roles now. But, uh, but yeah, working on Swamp Thing was awesome. I, I ended up being in Wilmington for actually close to five weeks. And they'd fly me back and forth from, from uh, Wilmington, North Carolina to Los Angeles. And I got to get become really close with the cast. Like, you know, working in this industry, one of the coolest things is working on certain things and having the people just feel like instant family. And that I can honestly say, is in my top three by far Swamp Thing. Uh, just the connection I had with the people. Yeah. Well, again, glad, glad to hear. Um, you. you know, if the, if the cast and the crew don't get on, that's not going to be a fun project. Yeah. So true. It's so true. And like with Swamp Thing, and I wasn't one of the series regulars. I was a recurring guest star. And I still go to, uh, you know, parties with them, go to their houses, like, we're just all very close. We have like group texts that we text every yeah. week. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. No, you love to see it. Thanks, man. Good yeah. Idea. And you'd always like, and you always like hearing stories about cast members getting along because they're characters in the show. You see them have a relationship. And if you find out like behind the scenes, things aren't really the same. They're like, there's a really good Irish show called Father Ted. I don't know if you've seen it now, but I've not known. It's a very good show. I'd recommend it, especially if you're you want to get into Irish heritage. Watch that show. Yeah, but, no, it's uh, a good one. <laughs> and two of the main characters in it, the two main characters had a really good relationship in the show, but apparently behind the scenes, the two of them were fighting a lot. They were yeah clashing and everything. It's kind of like the, the lads from Mythbusters. You know, everyone loved them. They were they were great on screen together, and then behind the scenes, they hated each other. Really, it sounds like a band. That's what <laughs> it ended. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So it's Father Ted? Father Ted. Definitely check out Father Ted. Yeah. yeah pro probably the biggest. Looking for a new show. <laughs> biggest Irish comedy show of all time. Yeah. Definitely a big one. Definitely up there. But um, yeah, just going back to Swamp Thing and Venom. Now, you know, you have to work with both, both big companies. They kind of see each other as rivals. Um, what was, what's the comparison like between them? Marvel and DC? I mean, 
really like just being in the comic book world, they both felt they had a lot of similarities, but Mm -hmm. as an actor, you're kind of just, you're getting engulfed with the world. You're, and you don't even want to pay as much attention to the things surrounding that world that you are making yourself believe you're in. You know what I mean? So um, I can honestly not say anything bad about either. Like if I, if I could, I would tell you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. No, like, but, they're, they're the top quality. Uh, uh, yeah. They're, yeah. They're the best I'm, standard. So I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't expect anything bad there. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, I, I, one thing I can say is like, oftentimes usually the the bigger project i work on the cooler people are and the more professional they are you know i've worked like starting out i worked on indie films and stuff where the director's like throwing their headphones against the wall flipping that out. is fucked. yeah that's not and a nice environment that's like it's tommy, nice tommy wiseau the room shit there that's like working <laughs> with this lad Oh, I can imagine. I can already tell. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> on my screen, that's going to look really dumb because you pointed in the other direction and like, yeah. you're going to see you going like, this lad right here. <laughs> yeah, over here. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but, but uh, you know, talk, going back to the, how some... Oh. No. It's kind of lagged out. We'll give him a second. We were afraid this was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty standard. It was warned in the prophecy, Jared, man. Come on. Yeah. How are you, Thomas? How are you doing? Good, uh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all right now, you know. I'm, I'm good. Glad, glad to hear. Glad to hear. You like my mug? Oh, yeah. Show everyone your mug. <laughs> Awfully Irish. How cool is that mug? It's not even like merch or anything. It just, oh, that's not just got it. Like. But hey, if you guys want it as merch. There you go. Let us, let us know. We'll give Scotty a second and yeah. uh, let him get back to us. Yeah, we're good, though. You know? Yeah. How's things for you? You all set for holidays? The holidays, yeah. I have all my Christmas shopping ordered. It's on the way. I have loads of stuff to come. I have your present. Oh, he's gone. Ah, I'm back. 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 There we go. Awesome. Don't worry about it, Scott. Happens all the time. This damn across the world thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's amazing we could do this in the first place. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. So you, you were saying there was, you literally went like, if there's one thing I can't say about it, I froze. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, really? Um, I had moved on from there. I must have been talking for a while. <laughs> we, were talk- we were talking about uh, indie films. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, with working with, uh, with on certain, like, indie projects, especially earlier on in my career, there's, I feel like, such a, a level of people trying to prove themselves, people, you know, wanting it so bad that it takes away from their creative energy and uh you know but the the bigger things you work on people are already there they've already you know gotten past that road and they're it's just a really good vibe and you never know like what you never and on every show or every movie every director works differently um and time wise especially with like a tv show you don't know how many takes you're gonna get like i've been on set where i think i'm you know normally i'll get like maybe three to three to 10 takes. Um, but you get on there and you do one take and they're like, that was great. Moving on. And you're just like, Oh no, no, <laughs> like, you know, but uh, yeah. So, so with, with both, I mean, Venom was incredible because Ruben, like we took our time on the first, like I worked on that for close to a week actually. And uh, we took our time. We shot so many different ways and, 
and all that. Um, and DC, you know, that's different because it's a TV show. Uh, less takes, but I mean, I worked with a director named Toa Frazier who was just like, you know, certain directors can really communicate things to you well and they just work great with the actors and he's one of them. Um, just, you know, having that easy, easygoing environment, like not putting pressure on, on people, on the crew, on the, on the cast that speaks volumes and it really brings the best to a show or to a movie. And that's like with, with Swamp Thing, it was just very like, oh, I belong here. You know, there's nothing bad about being here. Yeah. That's nice. So, well, see, that's a work environment you want. Yeah. Uh, in, in all things, Thomas, yeah. take some notes. No. It re- <laughs> and it reflects on the film. Oh, no, I'm sorry, well. I'm bullying you today. Like, what, what is it? Wasn't that the Thor films that had the first two Thors were considered meh? Okay, they're all right with the director. The second huh? was. Who was the director for yeah. the first two Thor films? Oh, it was the guy who, oh, he was in Harry Potter. I can't think of him now. But anyway, but then the third one came out with Taika Waititi. And, you know, they're all saying he gave them control of the scenes. Like, and, you know, it's kind of like you're saying there. You can tell, like, how much fun that was, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would love to work. My favorite shows. Yeah, no, he's crazy. He's such a a great guy. Um, You know, one of the, one, one of my favorite shows is uh, the Hardy books. Uh, it's kind of like the Irish version of uh, Trader Park Boys. Okay, and, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. So they, they went in initially with basically no script. They had an outline of what they had to say. And basically everything was, you know, on the spot. And they came out with an absolute gold show. Those lads are unreal. We've had them on before. And yeah, the, you can... What be said about can, improv. Exactly. That's the beauty of improv is... If you have something like, you know, you have, you have your base of what you're looking for and then you let the actors do what they do best and let them play with the material, you can get some really great stuff. Yeah. Well, you don't want to give them all the work in all fairness. You don't want to kind of say, Here, here's an outline and yeah. give us your best. It doesn't, it doesn't work on everything. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Uh, but yeah, no, so basically no difference. They were both okay. Who had the best food? You can say that part at least. Oh yeah, <laughs> of the two, of the two, um, venom. Oh yeah, venom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What kind of food Sorry, are we talking? Marvel's Monsters. food was both were good. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to find uh, set food that's not really good. <laughs> yeah, craft services is amazing on sets. Um, you know, it's hard not to like fill your container super high and bring it home. <laughs> but, yeah, but Marvel was nuts. I mean, there was like. There was not like jumbo shrimp and uh, sushi and the whole Come works. On. I've been on shows with lobster. I mean, ah, that's those are the best days. <laughs> <laughs> that is, well, you, there's some there's some reasons to become an actor. Everyone, there you go. Yeah, yeah. you might be eating lobster with the director. Free lobster, it's great. Yeah. It's gonna, crazy. That's unreal. Yeah, let me put this on because it's a little chilly over here. Ah, that's right. Ah. Well, Billy in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that hoodie's got something pretty unique about it. You can show us in a second there. Oh, it does it. <laughs> you're actually, you know, you're right. It does. <sighs> so, living in a COVID world, I don't know how bad it is over there by you guys, but it's not it's good here. It's bad. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And we just go like this. Boom. There you go. We even have 
It even has this like moldable nose piece. You'll never about, ever forget your mask. How about that? There you yeah. go. That is. It's like an overextended turtleneck, but amazing. Exactly, but and it's even got a hood on it. It's pretty. Oh, show oh, us Show us both. My God. I know. My, it's incredible, guys. Geez. That is. Where did you get such a product? Well, you know, my f- a friend of mine actually. Uh, he owns this company and I didn't know it. And all of a sudden I saw this like promo video of his on Facebook and I was like, Kyle, that's amazing. And so he's like, let me send you one. And you do a post about it. And uh, I was and, and now I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put it on see if you guys happen to say anything about it. I mean, and then I could just promote it for him. No, you know, I mean, I don't know With, what uh, we would say to promote it, but please. Aeon armor. Is that how you say it? I know. Aeon uh, armor. armor. Aeon. Yeah. I'm not trying to promote it, but... You no, know. you're not trying to promote it. It's, it's no, just no, we wouldn't do that. Topic of conversation, you know? All professionals here. Yeah, please. No, money. that looks pretty comfortable. <laughs> that's a, that's a smart is. idea. That is so smart. It really, it really is. It's pretty great. Like, how many people, like, just are sick of wearing their mask and nah, too many. forgetting it, you know? <laughs> you know yeah. It's best to just have it with you. Yeah, and they're actually a good price, too. They're, like, 45 50 bucks, dollar, U.S. dollars of America. Uh, yeah. So well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that was so that's it for that. Yeah, that's, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's cool. You can, you can take that thing off now if you want, but like it's okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so thanks for watching. No. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? You got you got me good. You got me good. Um, okay, so you haven't just done Venom, and <laughs> it's about something. You know, you've been active for a long time. You've done a lot of things. Um, another one of the amazing ones is Stranger Things. Um, I know you're a photographer, like you weren't like main cast, but right. you know, working with Stranger Things is still a big deal. Like a lot of the, the actors in there went from, you know, down here to way up there. Like, like you were saying earlier, some people go from, you know, first job to A-list and a snap. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So what was it like on Stranger Things? Uh, it's, it's funny because it's like every, every, project I work on has something about it that like is memorable to me. Mm-hmm. And that was probably for sure the most for like that small of a role in a show, the most incredible experience. Uh, the Duffer brothers were so cool. Um, like Millie and Sadie were super sweet girls, like young girls. And, uh, and the Duffer brothers, especially like when I got to set, they were like, it, and that's another one, man. Like, I auditioned for a different role. I auditioned for the, um, for the what was he like the, the Russian spy? He was the workout guy. Oh in, yeah, in yeah. Season two, and it worked. was like that would work pretty yeah. well. And, and I thought like, man, I crushed that video. I thought it was like I thought I was gonna get that. <laughs> and instead, they offered me the other role. Didn't audition for it. They're like, you're the guy for this. And then I get there, and back then I had my hair down to my ass <laughs> and so they put they wigged me up and put me in that which was in like the old 80s uh curly like haircut hairdo so that was really cool and then I get to set and the Duffer brothers are like so this is uh your scene you run it we just want you to improv that's why you're here so we rolled for if I'm being honest probably 40 to 45 minutes just straight rolling the camera no cuts and we had so much gold and I did so much prep as I said to him, like, so I have all these eighties references. Can I use them? And they're like, absolutely. You do your thing. So I, 
you know, we shot that thing and probably came out like four or five months later. And I was the whole time I knew that, I mean, Stranger Things is such a phenomenal show and it is so centered around their main cast of the, the kids who are so incredible uh, that they can't let guest stars come in and, you know, take over a scene. So I figured that what was going to happen would happen and it did, but I was really praying that some more stuff would get in there, <laughs> So, yeah. but it didn't and that's okay. But, but Stranger Things was definitely a bucket list show for me. And as, as your career grows as an actor and your, your reps, like your agents and manager have opinions of what you should and shouldn't do, they saw the material for that and said, you know, this is going to be, cause I was like, this is a bucket list. I have to do stranger things. And they said, okay, but this is the last time you do a role like of that size. So I was like, deal. <laughs> so I got to do it and I'm glad I did. It was super fun. And yeah, got to, got to work on one of the coolest, one of my favorite shows in history. It's a great show. Yeah. I, I binged it. I, I remember awesome when this first season came out, um, my, myself and my, my mother, we were sitting at the, in the, sitting room and we're like okay so uh you know put something on just watch something it's about one o'clock and mm -hmm. uh you know we put it on that was a good show you want to put it on again yeah and about half 12 that night we had done nothing except watch that show for the <laughs> entire day we finished the show it's one of those shows though where you did you really first season binge watch first I, season binge the whole I, thing i've been watched every season like on the first day it's coming out like yeah. it's one of those ones just like you want to like a page turner you want to just kind of keep it off that's, that's one thing I love about TV shows. They have all this time to tell a story and they could really get you immersed in it. Yeah. But often with movies, they have a time restraint. So things that you wish they would deal more on, they don't. And yeah. well, that leaves the opportunity for sequels or prequels, so on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And well, now with the new formats of television, there's not as many rules anymore because of streaming mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. You can make a show as long or as short as you want. Which is great. That's creatively that's beautiful mm. you know because there's no constraints you can do it how you want to do it yeah so look, look at marvel and star wars there you know yeah look at the major shows they just brought out they 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 know what they're doing like they're they're that's not that's gonna be cool they're converting all their movies into shows like they, they speaking of bucket list roles you got any uh any big ones on the bucket list any big ones that i'd love to do yeah well I won't, I won't get this one because I'm American, <laughs> but I would love to be in a Game of Thrones reboot. <laughs> what is, is there a prequel happening? Yeah, there's, they're doing a, or not reboots, sorry, prequels. Yeah. Yeah. They're, the, they're doing a couple. I don't yeah. see why you couldn't. How good's your Irish accent? Channel that quarter percent. Look at the Blarney. Take me to the Blarney zone. <laughs> All right, you, won't, you, you won't get it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you guys. Do, do you know uh, anything about the Blarney stone? Uh, I know that I, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong you get turned upside down to kiss the Blarney Stone for good luck right yeah and you, you can fall and die oh shit it's a risk yeah. I'm willing to take I, I did it <laughs> I did it that stone worth doing. ooh it, did, it. It's, a, it's, it's like a drug you know the, <laughs> the, the next thing around it is it gives you the gift of the gab which just means like or the gift of eloquence so like just be a better talker I mean yeah. you, you tell me if that's true or not it <laughs> makes you the best shy talker on the, on the planet so you guys have both kissed the, the blarney stone i have i haven't been to it now okay. i'll make sure he does eventually i'll get there it's he like, got closed for the first time in so so long because of covid COVID, yeah it was never closed maybe it was closed once but 
it had, hadn't been closed in like nearly a hundred years really? or over a hundred years. And then because of COVID gone. Yeah. There's not a lot of things I'd want to be kissing right now during COVID anyways. So. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll take my chance. <laughs> Fair play to you. Fair play to you. You don't know what the stone, man. It's worth it, right? It's, worth, that, it's, it's, it's worth every disease in the world, you know, okay. just hey. for one. I'm, man, I'm telling you now, like, <laughs> uh, I'm not taking that away from you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know the, the definition of getting high until you kiss that stone. Oh it, it does not exist. There really? is no, there is no English. I don't know. Man. I haven't kissed it. <laughs> this guy, this guy over here. Um, what else we got on that list? What else we looking oh, at? Any Star Wars roles? I can oh see it. See, see, that's like you name things. I'm like, oh yes, oh my god, uh, yeah. Star Wars would, my god, my you brother. Made, you made your DC appearance. You've made no, your Marvel appearance, but yeah. the Star Wars is still open. I would really love to to get a like a bigger. Uh, DC or Marvel. Yeah, I was just thinking you could probably Thumbful. go back to your DC, or you could probably do another Marvel one. You know, like yeah. Oh, what, I just got to throw this in. One of the one of the coolest things about um, about Venom was was that it was Stanley's second from last uh, uh, film. Ian. and I and I worked with Stanley on a Dr Pepper commercial in the beginning of my career, and he was like the nicest man. So that was just kind of yeah, like a people love him man yeah that was a full circle thing <laughs> you have to go and break our heart there man, you, you... yeah i know sorry guys i brought it down here <laughs> no it's, yeah it's good it's, it's only guinness and that thing is it of course <laughs> yeah um so i i can kind of see as a star wars kind of guy have you, you seen know, the, the new season of mandalorian uh I, i'm about halfway through it have uh, you seen um we won't no we won't the second episode it's the first episode. When I said halfway, I meant I'm I'm through the first episode. Fair play to you. <laughs> Where um, he's got the, the pack and he's flying all around. Yeah, you know. There's an episode and there's a character shows up and he, uh, he's got a bit of a southern accent. And I think I think you kind of fit the same kind of role he does in terms of Star Wars. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see you in, in that show or because uh, oh. they've, they've announced a lot more um, Star Wars oh, shows. Loads. I would love to see that. I see actors are loving it at the moment. Oh, I would love opportunity that. opportunity to be in Star Wars. I would maybe love that more than you would. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd love to see it, but uh, it's, it's another thing to do it, in all fairness. Totally. I mean, it's so, it's so, it is like, it's kind of weird, um, like, you know, talking to you guys and you're like, oh, you're in Marvel and DC and, and like, wow, I'm really grateful for that. But it, I, at some point, it's almost like, I want to be in things that, people I care about really want to be, want me to be in. Like my brother is a star Wars fanatic. He's a James Bond fanatic. (laughs) So I guess, I guess an ultimate career goal for me will be to be in a Bond movie and like ultimate, ultimate career goal will be to be like the main bad guy in the Bond movie. And I would, and I, and I hope Idris Elba or Tom, I was oh, about Tom. to say because I was about to say because Tom has been in talks to play the new Bond. And I know. There's, that, there's I mean, that always. Oh yeah, do you remember me? Yeah, <laughs> I think he's. I think he's like the front runner right now. I think he is. I think I've heard stuff. With, I think Idris is now too old to play him or something, or he won't play him. I've heard lots of stuff about that. Who else? Henry Cavill, Superman. Yeah, they, they've been in talks on American Bond. I mean, he's. he's well, he wonderful. can play. He can play British very well. Oh, he can. Think, yeah. Like you yeah. seen him in um, Mission Impossible was brilliant. What was it? Uh, the new Holmes thing. 
Millie Bobby Brown was in it. She was the main character. Oh, Elena or. Oh yeah, yeah, Honora Holmes. Or I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, I have I haven't watched it yet. Now. Yeah, yeah, I got it right. Don't tell me I'm wrong. It's like it's not a thing that happens with me usually. Go on. Elena Nora. <laughs> I kind of forget where I was going with that, lads. Save me. We were talking uh, about Bond. I'd like to Bond. see you with Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I would like that as well. <laughs> Put in a good word. <laughs> you know, you you're picking up big shoes if you did that. You know, like oh, yeah. the likes of Mads Mikkelsen being in there. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, he's just astounding. You know, in Hannibal, he's such a terrifying guy when he's in that show, and he barely ever spoke. Yeah, just, so just like slight facial movements, and you're terrified. Yeah, I mean, like they do get some phenomenal Bond bad guys. Like uh, one of my favorite actors is Christoph Waltz. Yeah, yeah. He's just again. remind me who that is. Oh, like I mean, what's the Tarantino film? What Tarantino film is he in? I can't think. Of it. Oh, um, oh, he's in Inglorious no. Bastards. He's in Inglorious Bastards, yeah. He's the main villain, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. unreal. He's yeah, unreal. He's, he's fucking savage. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But you're thinking of a different uh, Tarantino film. Yeah, now, I, I, I thought... Now I it's thought escaping my mind. He's, he's also in um, Django Unchained. Mm. Django! There you go. That's the Jeez, one. I didn't even know the guy a second ago. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're you're intimately knowledgeable with him so hey, there you go yeah so you a lot of ambitions as an actor you know like your, your career has kind of exploded in the last couple of years um because I, I looked at your imdb and it just keeps getting more impressive every yeah. time or like, the, the newer stuff is always more impressive so you know where, where does that lead to for you like what, what's the end goal here bond villain or beyond uh, I mean, man, you'll never hear me say not beyond. Uh, I will be busting my ass to get better. I mean, I, I feel like people are always improving. You look at a lot of actors who even take like a 20 year hiatus, you know, and they come back and do a movie and they're like, what just happened? They're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I will ne I will never take a hiatus like that. But uh, I mean, this is like, I truly believe that you have to, there's plenty of people that decide they want to be an actor because of the fame or because it makes them feel a certain way about themselves, about themselves. But yeah. the most important thing to me is doing what you love and being able to make a living doing what I love at this point is, uh, I don't have words for it. You know, it's, yeah. it, it means everything to me. Um, and yeah, now, I mean, I, you know, and you take, you, you make steps, step by step, you're progressing in your career. And I think that I'm at a place now where, uh, you know, in, in, according to casting, a lot of casting directors and, and producers, directors, like I'm one of the guys now I used to be, I used to be like, well, he's an option, but let's go with this person because he's better known. And there's, that still happens to me, but I'm more in that category now than I used to be. And that helps a lot. And I feel bad for myself when somebody else is the one getting it because of who they are. And I feel bad for the people below me who aren't getting it mm. for that reason. There's just so many reasons, you know, so many things that go into being cast in something. There's a billion reasons and, and that yeah. all plays into it. But yeah, um, to answer that question, uh, I mean, I just, I love, I love my career. I love what I do and I want to do it for the rest of my life with bigger and better things. Well, all power to you, sir. Thank you. Um, you, you were saying earlier that rejection is, like, just, just going back to what you said a second ago, um, rejection is a huge part of being an actor. You're going to get told no more than you say yes. 
or I'd say yes, unless you're someone like Tom Cruise. Uh, but for the majority of the time, you, you're losing out on them. Does that take a toll on you? Absolutely. I, uh, I get asked by people like, I'm fortunate to get like a lot of emails or not emails, but like, you know, DMs, social media, people asking mm -hmm. me questions, especially uh, young actors kind of rising up and trying to make their way. Um, and it's cool to be able to, you know, give them some advice. What was the question you just asked me? I said, does it take a toll on you, the rejection of acting? Yeah. So that, sorry. So they, you know, I get a lot of people being like, why, how are you so optimistic? And, you know, you so positive and you have to make yourself be, you know, and I think that I'm fortunate to have a, a disposition in life that like I have a, a friendly, a happy disposition towards life. Like I love life and I think it's such a gift. Um, but there are times where, I mean, it's scary doing this starting out the first, I mean, I've been doing this for like 10 years in the first seven years, you get things here and there, but it's like, what am I doing? So many times you feel like, what am I doing? Like I haven't yeah. booked in six months or something like that, or I booked once this year, you know, and then it grows and grows. So uh, it's, it's really tough and you have to be willing to give a lot of things up in life to chase your dream and to, you know, try to get to the point where you live the life that you really want to live. And there's always the chance that you won't get there. Yeah. So you have to really uh, force yourself to be, you know, to stay positive and to keep your eye on the prize and, and always fight for it. That's a motivational little bit to end on there. I like it. You know, you know, you've been great to chat to Scott. This has All been right. a pleasure. You guys have been awesome. I appreciate it. Great to talk to a quarter Irishman. Always, so, always a, a pleasure well, for me personally. I can't let the date. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. Without... You have our blessing. Ah, you I got to finish it off right. You love it, man. You love us. <laughs> I love us. Oh my God. So, um, Scott, if people want to check you out and find you, where can they find you? Uh, they can, I mean, I'm on, I'd say Instagram most, uh, Scott underscore Deckert. Um, those are all, that's my handle on pretty much everything yeah. other than like Facebook, which is, I think it's a uh, Scott Deckert actor. Huh. So, and I'm on cameo. I don't know if you oh. guys have heard of that, but yeah, we super cool. I was going to bring it up. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's super cameo is awesome. man. like in the beginning, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Uh, and I'd get these, you know, I'd, I'd get messages from people that like asked me to film like a birthday video or something. And a lot of them are like political and stuff. And you don't really want to get into that as an actor. Um, so I just definitely not. Really that hasn't boded well people recently. Hey, Scott, how are you? Uh, can you just say, hi, everybody. My name is Scott Deckard and I support Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's really cool. You get to like kind of make somebody's day and, yeah, you know, every once in a while, they'll, somebody cares about you <laughs> and they'll ask you to do a video for them, which is, which is awesome. Well, there you go. That's ideal. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, thanks everyone for listening, watching, whatever way you found us. And take it handy. Good luck to you. Thank you, Good guys. Luck.